So hi, hi, hi. It is time to the math ground today. Welcome to After Class, the podcast, week two, geometry overview. Uh, today we're going to be overviewing 22-1 through 22-4, and I'm going to be doing those as sections together instead of like our usual setup by dates. So after that, we will go over our assessment um, overview, our assessment number two, and then we will be done. So let's get into the topic. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and go over our mathematician of the week. This week it is Alicia Poole Stott. She was born June 8th, 1860 and died December 17th, 1940. She was an Irish-born math, English mathematician. She never held any academic positions and she made a number of valuable contributions to the field. She received an honorary doctorate from the University of Groningen because, again, she was a woman in 1860, so she could not go to college. She was best known for coining the term polyotype and for a convex solid in four or more dimensions and having an impressive gasp of four-dimensional geometry from a very early age. And all of her, all of the known knowledge about her in mathematics or all of her known knowledge in mathematics was taught to her by someone else. We're also going to go through our other um, um, mathematician of the week, who is Albert Frank Cox. This was for this week because, again, it's Black History Month. So he was born December 5th, 1895, and died November 28th, 1969. He was the first African-American ever to receive a PhD in uh, mathematics in the United States. He was he received his bachelor's degree in 1917 at a time when the transcripts of every single black student had the word color printed across it. He was in the army and fought in France during World War One. Once he returned, he became a high school math tutor. In December of 1921, he applied to Cornell, which was one of seven American universities with a doctoral program in mathematics. Once he got his PhD, he started uh, teaching mathematics and physics at the then all-black, poorly funded West Virginia State College, uh, Wikipedia's words, not mine. In 1930, he started teaching at Howard University, which is a uh, very commonly known HBCU, and the National Association of Mathematics, or the NAM, established the Cox Talbot Address in honor of um, in his honor, which is delivered annually at that at the NAM's meeting. And then he, also a scholarship fund in his name, which is used to help Black students pursue studies. Um, and that is our those are our two mathematicians of the week. Okay, so the first section on this after class podcast is 22-1 and 22-2, which we did together. There were like five different targets. I can find the ratio of side lengths in similar triangles. I can give an acute angle of a right triangle, identify the opposite and adjacent leg. I can understand the definitions of sine, cosine, and tangent ratios. I can calculate the trigonometric ratios in a right triangle, and I can describe the relationships between sine, cosine, and complementary angles. So a lot of different targets, and you will be tested on a lot of them. So let's start off. The first thing is we picked a reference angle from that angle. It was one of the acute angles in a right triangle. So remember, a right triangle has three angles. If one of them is a right angle, the other two are acute. When you're picking a reference angle, we will always pick an angle that is acute. We will never pick the right triangle. And then from that reference angle, we uh, labeled all the sides. So the hypotenuse, no matter what, is always across from your 90 degree angle. The uh, side across from your reference angle is the opposite side, and the side touching your reference angle is the adjacent side. Being able to label those legs opposite, adjacent, and hypotenuse is super important for everything we did coming up. So we worked a lot on that, being able to label the different um, adjacent, opposite, and um, hypotenuse legs. 
Then from there, we worked on our trigonomic ratios, so our sine, our cosine, our tangent. So we were able to plug in sine, cosine, and tangent into our into our calculators. We were able to do uh, put some ratios, the opposite leg over the hypotenuse, the adjacent leg over the hypotenuse, and the opposite leg over the adjacent leg. And from there, we created our trigonomic ratios. Sine of theta, and remember theta is an angle, so sine of theta is equal to the opposite leg over the hypotenuse. Cosine of theta is equal to the adjacent leg over the hypotenuse, and tangent theta is equal to the opposite leg over the adjacent leg, or SOKOTOA. SOKOTOA, sine, opposite, hypotenuse, ka, cosine, adjacent, hypotenuse, toa, tangent, opposite, adjacent. So from there, SOKOTOA is the magical way we did everything else. Everything from 22, 1, 22, 2, 22, 3, 22, 4, SOKOTOA is the most important thing and will help you the most when doing this. So based on that, we used uh, the SOKOTOA. We wanted to find the sine of A. That was an angle in a triangle ABC. And from there, we knew that so, our sine, was the opposite over the hypotenuse. So we took the length of the opposite leg, put it over the hypotenuse, and that was our answer. And we did that for cosine and tangent. A reminder that there are two acute triangles in a right triangle, and they are complementary to each other. So that means the two acute triangles are going to add up to equal 90 degrees. Um, this is super important, and I'm asking you a question like this on the assessment. So if you're listening right now, you will get one right. Uh, what is the relationship between the sine and the cosine of complementary angles? Well, the sine of one of the angles is equal to the cosine of the other. So if the angles are complementary, the sine of one is equal to the cosine of the other. So if I have a sine of the sine of 50, the complementary angle to a 50 degree angle is 40. That means the cosine of 40 degrees is equal to the sine of 50 degrees. So do you hear me? The cosine of 40 degrees is equal to the sine of 50 degrees. And the cosine of 50 degrees is going to be equal to the sine of 40 degrees. The complementary complements are going to be equal to each other. And I'm asking you a question like that on your test. The rest of what we did for this day is we just did SOKOTOA. We um, found our reference angle, we did the sine, the cosine, the tangent, we plugged it into our calculator. Again, this was more practice with us being able to label our triangles with the opposite, adjacent, and hypotenuse. And then once we got there, we were able to uh, plug it in. So that is our 22-1 and 22 dash Now let's go into 22-3. So the target for 22-3 was I can use the trigonomic ratios to find the unknown sine length in a triangle and solve real world problems using trigonomic ratios. So SOKOTOA is coming back to us. Remember the sine of theta equals the opposite over the hypotenuse, the cosine of theta equals the adjacent over the hypotenuse, and the tangent of theta equals the opposite over the adjacent. All of what we did for 23-2 was we had a right triangle and we wanted to find the side length. To find the length of one of the sides, we need to know one of the acute angles, its measurement, and a side that is not the side we are looking for. So there are five steps to do this. First, we are circling the angle we have. We are making that the reference angle. So the angle we know is our reference angle. From there, we are going to label our picture with an O, an A, and an H based on the opposite, the adjacent, and the hypotenuse compared to the reference angle we have picked. Looking at that, we are going to see the side that we want to find in the side we know. So if we know the hypotenuse and we want to find the opposite side, 
From there, we are going to decide which trigonometric function has the opposite and the hypotenuse in it using SOCATELA. So you're going to look at your SO, your sine opposite over hypotenuse, the CA, the cosine adjacent over the hypotenuse, or the TOA, the tangent, which is the opposite over the adjacent, and decide which one we're going to pick. So in our example, we, had, we were trying to find the opposite side, but we were given the hypotenuse. So we would use sine. We would set it up as sine is or sine of the reference angle is equal to our opposite over our adjacent, cross multiply, and then solve for what we are looking for. So again, after that, we put our trigonomic function over one and cross multiply. You're going to need a calculator to use for your sine, cosine, or tangent, because again, you cannot solve for sine, cosine, and tangent in your head. All we did was examples of this. Legitimately, all we did again, um, we looked and saw what side length we were looking for. We circled the reference length angle. We labeled it opposite adjacent hypotenuse. We decided which trigonomic function we were using to solve. We put it over one, cross multiplied, and got the length we were looking for. And that is all we did for 22-3. Twenty two dash four was the opposite of what we did for twenty two dash three. So for twenty two dash four, instead of finding a side, we wanted to find the angle measure. When we're trying to find the measure of a side, we are looking for, or we need, when we're trying to find the measure of an angle, we need two sides, and we are also going to use something called the inverse. The inverse of sine, cosine, and tangent are written as sine to the negative one power, cosine to the negative one, tangent to the negative one. Those aren't actually to the negative one. They are the inverse. If it was to the negative one, you'd have sine in the parentheses and the negative one outside as an exponent. Usually to find this on our calculator, you do second sine or second cosine or second tangent, depending on what your calculator is. I'm going to be asking you to do this on your assessment. So you do need a calculator that does this or you need to be able to use Desmos to do this. So to be able to do that, again, we need to know two of the side lengths. So if you don't know two of the side lengths, we can't find an angle. So again, if I'm going to ask you to find an angle, I'm giving you two of the side lengths. So first, we start off with our angle. The angle we are trying to find is the reference angle. From there, we label our triangle with an opposite, an adjacent, and a hypotenuse. Based on which sides we have, we are going to, it's going to determine the trigonomic function we use, Sokotoa. You're never going to be finding the 90 degree angle because in right triangles, you're already always told what how big that angle is. It's 90 degrees. So it's always going to be one of the acute angles. So if we have an example where we're given the opposite and the adjacent side of our opposite and adjacent sides for the reference angle, we would use tangent to solve that because TOA are opposite over our adjacent. You would set tangent X up equal to the opposite over the adjacent. And to get rid of the tangent, again, we're trying to get X by itself. You need to take the inverse. So you take the inverse of both sides and you would get the measure of the angle. Remember, all of these ans answers should be in degrees. These are angle measures. They are degrees. We did multiple examples of just this. All we did was use our inverse. So again, you need to be able to look at a reference angle, the angle we are looking for, labeled the opposite, the adjacent, and the hypotenuse. And from there, take the inverse of that to solve for the degrees. And that is all we did for 22-4.
So we're going to look at our assessment number two overview. This is all I know what you are here for. Assessment number two is four sections because this is going to be the second time we see 20-1, 20-2, 21-1, and 21-2, as well as our four new targets for today. So that is what we are like seeing here. And then we're also going to have uh, two sections for our new targets. So we're going to have one section um, for our 22-1 and 2, and then a section for 22-3 and 22-4. So again, um, there will be four sections on this assessment. It's not too long, though, so it shouldn't be too bad. So let's look at our first section. Our first section is 20. So you have to do this. That's the first thing you need to remember. Again, it's the second time you're seeing it, so you can't skip anything. So the first section is 20-1 and 20-2. It's asking you if the triangle is acute, right, or obtuse. So you're given three side lengths, and you need to do um, A squared plus B squared and then C squared. If A squared plus B squared is less than C squared, it is obtuse. If A squared plus B squared is greater than C squared, it is acute. If a squared plus b squared is equal to c squared, it is right. So again, remember Logan, less obtuse, uh, greater acute, neither, it's right. Then we go into our section 21-1 and 21-2. These were the sections where we did 45, 45, 90, and 30, 60, 90. When you have a 45, 45, 90 triangle, the two legs are congruent, so they are going to equal the same thing. So that means your two legs will be the exact same. I'm going to call that S. They're going to equal whatever S is. The hypotenuse is going to equal S times root 2. So if you have one of the legs, you know the other leg is S. If you don't have the, if you don't have the hypotenuse and you have one of the legs, you know whatever the leg is, it is that times root 2. If you're given the hypotenuse and you're not given the legs, you're going to set up the hypotenuse equal to s root 2 and solve for s. You want to solve for the side length is. So if you have a hypotenuse of 7 root 2, you're going to set that up equal to s root 2. So you have 7 root 2 is equal to s root 2. Divide both by root 2, you're going to get that the side is equal to 7. So again, you need to solve for all the missing side lengths. If you're missing the two legs of a 45-45-90 degree triangle, remember, they are congruent. Next, our question is on a 30, 60, 90. Remember that your side across from your 30 degree angle is equal to S. So if you're given that, you don't really need to do anything besides plug it into the rest. So the one across from your 30 degree angle, your small side is equal to S. The one across from your 60 degree angle, the longer side is equal to S times root three. So if you're told what S is, all you have to do is multiply that by root three. So if S is seven, the side across from 60 degrees is going to be 7 root 3. Um, you can leave it as 7 root 3. I don't care if you do the decimals. I don't really need that. The hypotenuse, the one across from the 90 degree angle, is going to be 2 times s. So in this case, our s was 7. 2 times 7 is 14. That means our hypotenuse is 14. So again, you need to find the missing sides. On to our new sections here. For 22-1 and 22-2, you have two questions. One of them is asking you what variable of is the leg adjacent to, or is the leg adjacent to a certain angle? So it's giving you an angle measure. It's, it's, it's telling you what angle to do for. It wants to know which is the adjacent leg. So again, 
if I give you one of the angles and I tell you what the, what is the or asking I'm asking you what the adjacent leg is, make sure you're able to identify the opposite, the adjacent, and the hypotenuse. The next question I'm equal I'm asking you is I'm asking you which equals the sine of something. So remember the sine and the cosine of complementary angles are the same. So if I give you the sine of 40, it is equal to the cosine of 50. So again, that's where that comes in. For 22.3 and 22.4, two questions. One is asking you to find the leg. One is asking you to find an angle. This is where Sokotoa comes in. The one that's asking you to find the leg, you need to just set up your Sokotoa and solve for X. The one that's asking you to find the angle is where you have to use your inverse. And that's the entire assessment. It shouldn't take you too long, but if it does, um, again, you'll have until 11.59, so hopefully it doesn't take you longer than that. And that is our assessment number two over here. And that is it for our after class and podcast week two overview. We went through 22-1, 22-2, 22-3, and 22-4. If you have any questions on anything we did today, make sure you ask either during office hours or during class. But other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you in class.